Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 123, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone, and I hope your Wednesday has gone, or is going, or is about to go super well. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, it is Wednesday, the sun is shining, and it is your favorite day of the week. Let's get right to it. Okay, great, yeah. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. And hello, Benjamin. Oh, hi, you guys. How's it going today? Oh, it's going well, Benjamin, but we are ready for some laughs. Perfect, because I have another great joke. Here we go. Get ready to laugh. So, what was Elijah's favorite party game? Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. Twister. (laughs) Oh, Twister, Dave. You know, because, well, he went up to heaven in the whirlwind. Yes, thank you, Marvin. I did get it. And, well, thank you, Benjamin. It's always good to have you in. Oh, yeah, you're most welcome, Dave. Uh, Hey, I gotta go, but I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, so yes, yesterday we heard about Elijah being taken up to heaven. And so today our story moves on to his successor, Elisha, or Elisha, depending how you like to say it. Now, we're skipping past 2 Kings chapter 3, and in there you'll find a story about how Israel and Judah joined together to fight the Moabites. And through Elisha, God miraculously provides water in a desert for the armies and all their animals. But today we're moving on to chapter 4. Okay, okay, great. So, well, who's reading today? Today it's our friend Valerie. Oh, hi, Valerie. Hello. Today we're reading from 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 37. The wife of a man from the group of the prophets cried out to Elisha. She said, My husband is dead. You know how much respect he has for the Lord, but he owed money to someone, and now that person is coming to take my two boys away. They will become slaves. Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? I don't have anything there at all, she said. All I have is a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, Go around to all your neighbours. Ask them for empty jars. Get as many as you can. Then go inside your house. Shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars. As each jar is spilled, put it over to one side. The woman left him. Then she shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she spoke to one of her sons. She said, bring me another jar. But he replied, there aren't any more left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God about it. He said, go and sell the oil. Pay what you owe. You and your sons can live on what is left. One day, Elisha went to the town of Shunem. A rich woman lived there. She begged him to stay and have a meal. So every time he came by, he stopped there to eat. The woman said to her husband, That man often comes by here. I know that he's a holy man of God. Let's make a small room for him on the roof. We'll put a bed and a table in it. We'll also put a chair and a lamp in it. Then he can stay there when he comes to visit us. One day Elisha came. He went up to his room and lay down there. He said to his servant Gehazi, Go and get the woman from Shunem. So he did. She stood in front of Elisha. He said to Gehazi, 
tell her, you've gone to a lot of trouble for us. Now what can we do for you? Can we speak to the king for you? Or can we speak to the commander of the army for you? She replied, I live among my own people. I have everything I need here. After she left, Elisha asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? Gehazi said, she doesn't have a son and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, bring her here again. So he did. She stood in the doorway. You will hold a son in your arms, Elisha said. It will be about this time next year. No, my master, she objected. You're a man of God, so please don't lie to me. But the woman became pregnant. She had a baby boy. It happened the next year about that same time. That's exactly what Elisha had told her would happen. The child grew. One day he went out to get his father. His father was with the people who were gathering the crops. The boy said to his father, My head hurts. It really hurts. His father told a servant, Carried him to his mother. The servant lifted up the boy. He carried him to his mother. The boy sat on her lap until noon. Then he died. She went up to the room on the roof. There she laid him on the bed of the man of God. Then she shut the door and went out. She sent for her husband. She said, Please send me one of the servants and a donkey. Then I could go quickly to the man of God and return. Why do you want to go to him today? He asked. It isn't the time of for the new moon feast. It isn't the Sabbath day. Don't let that bother you, she said. She put a saddle on her donkey and she said to her servant, Let's go. Don't slow down for me unless I tell you to. So she started out. She came to Mount Carmel. That's where the man of God was. When she was still a long way off, he saw her coming. He said to his servant Gehazi, Look, there is the woman from Shunem. Run out there to meet her. Ask her, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Everything is all right, she said. She came to the man of God at the mountain. Then she took hold of his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away, but the man of God said, Leave her alone. She's suffering terribly, but the Lord hasn't told me the reason for it. He has hidden it from me. My master, did I ask you for a son, she said. Didn't I tell you don't make me hope for something that won't happen? Elisha said to Gehazi, Tuck your coat into your belt. Take my walking stick and run to Shunem. Don't say hello to anyone you see. If anyone says hello to you, don't answer. Lay my walking stick on the boy's face. But the child's mother said, I won't leave you, and that's just as sure as the Lord and you are alive. So Elisha got up and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead. He laid Elisha's walking stick on the boy's face, but there wasn't any sound. The boy didn't move at all. So Gehazi went back to Elisha. He told him, the boy hasn't awakened. Elisha arrived at the house. The boy was dead. He was lying on Elisha's bed. Elisha went into the room. He shut the door. He was alone with the boy and he prayed to the Lord. Then Elisha got on the bed. He lay down on the boy. His mouth touched the boy's mouth. His eyes touched the boy's eyes and his hands touched the boy's hands. As Elisha lay on the boy, the boy's body grew warm. Elisha turned away. He walked back and forth in the room. Then he got on the bed again. He lay down on the boy once more. The boy sneezed seven times. After that, he opened his eyes. Elisha sent for Gehazi. 
he said to him, Go and get the woman from Shunem. So he did. And when she came, Elisha said, Take your son. She came in and fell at Elisha's feet. She bowed down with her face toward the ground. Then she took her son and went out. Thanks, Valerie. Okay, Dave, I have a lot of questions. Firstly, how come she said everything was okay when that guy Gehazi asked what was going on? Okay, good question. Yeah, well, I think she only wanted to tell Elisha himself. She knew that he was the one who could actually help her. And maybe if she had shown how upset she was, she knew that Gehazi might try and keep her away from him. We see it later when she falls at Elisha's feet, Gehazi tries to push her away. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, question two, what's with the stick? Why did Elisha send it on ahead of him and and it didn't seem to do anything? What's going on there? Well, I have to be honest, Marvin, I don't know. Because I have no idea how bringing someone back from the dead actually works. Did it do something that Gehazi couldn't see? Maybe. Was it just that Elisha hoped it would be enough, but it wasn't? It required him to be there in person? Again, I just don't know. Okay, so lastly, Dave, have we read this story before? This all sounds very familiar. Widows needing oil, a son dying, and then being brought back to life. Yes, you're right, Marvin. With just a few little differences here and there, these miracles are almost exactly the same as the miracles that God did through Elijah. We read about those back on day 115, I think. Oh, well, yeah, that can't be an accident, can it? Nope, God is showing that he has sent Elisha to carry on the work of Elijah. Elisha is not some lesser prophet. God is working through him in the same way, speaking the same message, still calling out Israel for worshipping false gods, calling them to repent and to follow the true God, the God of their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And well, did they, Dave? Did the northern kingdom ever get rid of those false gods and, and worship the real God? You know, I'm afraid not, Marvin. And we'll see a bit later on that had terrible consequences. But today, Marvin, isn't it amazing after all the bad kings we've read about, after all the worshipping of false gods, year after year after year, king after king after king, well, God is still speaking to Israel. Our God is immensely patient. We need to thank him for that. We don't deserve it. It's his grace again, treating us so much better than we deserve to be treated. But isn't it wonderful that when we make a mistake, we don't have to be scared. We don't have to think, oh, did I just run out of chances? Will this be the time that God says, nope, no, I've forgiven you too many times already. I'm done with you. Oh, that would be terrible, Dave. It would. It would be awful. But our God is patient. And when we make mistakes, he is waiting, always calling us to repent and to turn back to him. So, boys and girls, today, thank God for his patience. Okay, yeah, I will. Great, thanks, Dave. And yep, I think that's a good spot to leave it. So we'll say goodbye for today and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave Josh.